Thank you for listening to the Martinis and the Macabre podcast. This show contains graphic content and explicit language. It is intended for immature adult audiences. Listener discretion is advised. wonderful listeners. This is Erica Go, and just wanted to take a moment to kind of give you an idea of what this week's episode is going to be. Uh, the Jones household has been very busy recently, and just about everyone has become sick at some point, some of us more than once, that be me. Um, so in order to get you guys an episode of stuff that you've probably not heard, we figured this would be a good opportunity to give you guys a little teaser of what you could be hearing if you joined our Patreon. So for this episode, we're actually going to put two of our Patreon episodes that we've released for our supporters in the past. We're going to put two in here back to back for you guys. So it should be roughly about the same time that a normal episode would be. And it'll be if you're not a member of our Patreon, it'll be stuff that you've never heard before. So If it's something that you like after you listen, you can head over to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash martinis in the macabre and give a donation and you will have access to all of this bonus audio content. Plus, you'll always get our early ad free release of our episodes. We usually try and put them out the Sunday before our typical Wednesday release. So you would get all that for even just as little as a dollar. So our apologies, we do have a whole new topic research outlined ready to go. We just simply did not have the time and did not feel well enough this week to get you guys brand new content. So hopefully you understand and you'll enjoy these two Patreon episodes. Thanks for listening. Start that opening music. Now that that opening music is winding down, welcome to another fantabulous Patreon episode of Martinis and the Macabre. This is it. We're fucking doing it. We're doing it. Hardcore. Ooh. That was kind of hot. Yeah. You got something on your nose, come here. There we go. I got it. He's he's not picking my nose, just so you guys know this. Ah, now he did. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> he stuck a finger in my nose. I felt I felt hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you probably did. Ugh. Now I'm going to be sneezing and shit. You're going to be mid-sentence. You're like, <laughs> trying to clear your shit. <laughs> All right, guys. So, yeah, welcome to another Patreon episode. We were hoping to have this out to you guys before the end of November. Things have been crazy. I've been working extra shifts. They and took a part of our wall away. Yeah, we've had plumbers here, and they had to, like, cut into our living room wall to get to the plumbing. It's It's been fun, let me tell you. You have a weird definition of fun. Yeah. I think you said crazy. You mispronounced it wrong. <laughs> Things have been crazy. <laughs> yeah, 
yeah, so we've been running a little behind schedule. Remember when you texted me, like, they're cutting a hole in the wall, and I'm at work, like, eh, fucking, why not? You of know? course. Gives a shit. And if this doesn't work, they'll come back with jackhammers. Yeah, we live on a slab. We don't have a crawl space. So. Yeah, so if uh, we can't keep this problem contained with the leak that we're having, they're going to have to jackhammer our shit wide open. So we've kind of even debated on whether or not to put up the Christmas tree. Because if we have to just go and move it so they can jackhammer shit, kind of defeats purpose. Say, let's just get one of those tree car fresheners and tape it to the wall. And yes. put fucking presents under it and be done. Yes. Best idea ever. You know, we could let the kids really get creative and draw pictures of their favorite Christmas trees and tape them to the fucking wall. And be like, there it is. We can have lots of Christmas trees. Yeah. This, this tree is... Vegan and gluten-free. That's stupid. It's organic. Trees don't eat meat. You know, if you draw a picture on paper of a tree, it's kind of, wow, I blew my own mind. It's kind of messed up. Yeah, it's like tattooing a person on a person. But that happens too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. When you think about it that way. Really? When you think about it. Like, when you read a book, you're really just looking at a piece of a tree and hallucinating. Mm, don't think you're hallucinating. Well, you're creating something in your mind that you're seeing. Yeah, but that's technically not the same as hallucinating. Oh, I think you just went full retard. Right I now. think you should read a book. I don't read, bitch. I'm read to. Ooh. Read a book and hallucinate, Billy. I should. I don't need to do drugs. I'm 300 pounds. I'm really, really, really overweight. All I got to do is just stand up quick and then <laughs> fucking high as a kite. All right, guys. So let's dive into this. Since we've been put behind schedule, we look back. I, I had a few topics kind of stashed away from like back when we very first started the show, back when we didn't quite have a gauge to how long our episode would run. You know, I was about to say back when we didn't know what we were doing, but even now. Yeah, we we still don't know. But we kind of have like a, I don't know, routine. You know, we kind of have an idea of we have this much research. This is probably how long it's going to take. We've kind of had a way to gauge. Okay, along with the jokes on top of this stuff. This is probably how long it's going to take. So back when we first started, we had no fucking clue. And so I had some stuff researched that was only maybe two or three pages worth of stuff. Which now, a normal episode... Is many, many more. Heavy on the air quotes, normal, is many more pages than that (laughs) in my research. So this topic was one that only took a couple of pages. And we thought... Hey, we can use that for Patreon since it's a shorter episode anyway. It's already researched and we're really far behind and they ripped a hole in our fucking wall. Yes, we have a square hole in our living room wall. Thankfully, it is hidden behind our love seat, but I know it's there and it's driving me fucking nuts. I just saw it and what's bothering me about it is that there's a hole in the wall and yeah, that the, that's that's the, the key part, part and the there. The part they took off is laying to the side like a scab. Laying to the side. It's like laying. It's like tilted on it, and it's like leaning. It, the, 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 I put it back in the hole. Oh, remember when I said that and we had a kid? 
<laughs> no, it fell and it's like tilted out. It's like laying against the love seat. I looked at it, I was like, oh, it's a fucking scab. Great. Great. That's just wonderful. We're letting all the goddamn air out. And fun fact about Billy, I think the word vulva sounds like an instrument. Erica, go. Alrighty then. So, let's dive right in. Remember that time you said your labia is not a drum? My labia is not a drum. And that is actual verbatim from my mouth to Billy's ears many eons ago. Back in and it has been an inside joke for years. Yeah, I think it was just... I don't even know how it started. I know exactly the context of how it happened. How? Like, we were kind of wrestling around and stuff like that. Nothing's, not, nothing's sexual or hanky-panky. Mm-hmm. We were just... Goofing dumb, around. Dumb and stupid. That's kind New of boot goofing. New boot goofing. And we were listening to Richard Cheese. And Richard Cheese had like If a, you guys haven't heard Richard Cheese, it's fucking great. Well, yeah. Stop. It's stop listening gold go for listen your ears. Richard Cheese. And there, he was doing a song and the guy in the back did like a little drum solo. And it just so happened, like you were, you were on your back and I was sitting on the bed and your legs were spread like you were... Like a jujitsu, like your legs were wrapped around me, like you're about to wrap me up or something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. And I just went, I just went like, boo, 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 boo. and you're like, hey, hey, my labia is not a drum. And then <laughs> there it is. And it was born. Boom. And now you guys know another inner working of our relationship. My labia is not a drum. Yeah. We know that now. Although I have to remind Billy many, many times. It's not a drum. I love you. <laughs> You're so hot. <laughs> and I think Volvo sounds like a really interesting, like, cello. It sounds like a car. Mm, it's a nice sounding like word. Like a Volvo. It's a nice sounding word. Is it? Volvo. That's yeah. not nice sounding. That's gross. Volvo. I like Volvo. Of course you do. I love it. But <laughs> I don't like clitoris. Clitoris. That sounds, that sounds icky. Yeah. Just call it, you know, lick my, um, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you <laughs> Call it that. My bean. <laughs> no. Little man in the boat. No, no, no. <laughs> Take your tongue, spill the alphabet on my, <laughs> that sounds a lot better. I don't think you It's going to fit into the, the Webster's Dictionary as a synonym for clitoris. No, but the snuggle bunnies will. They'll spread it. That sounds gross. Sounds like an STD. They'll spread the word. Cause you guys are going to spread an STD. I'm just saying bird, 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 bird is the word. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about the bird, bird, bird. Bird is the word. All right, we've gone on far enough. That's enough about labias and clitorises. And vulvas. <laughs> and vulvas. <laughs> All right, so we're going to bring you guys a little special mini-sode, and we're going to cover the Flananayo's Lighthouse Mystery. I'm just saying, I could see like a YouTube video of a guy really going to town of vulva, and somebody puts like a coin in his hat on the sidewalk. Like, look at this man in his vulva, and his, and his friend with a ukulele, and they I'm, make the most beautiful music in the fucking world. I'm not picturing the same thing as you. I just want to see a flash mob of vulvas. <laughs> wow. I thought mine was special, Billy. I love your bubble. <laughs> okay. So, uh, we're going to talk about the Flannan Isles Lighthouse Mystery. And some of you may be familiar with this. So, this will be our take on it. Lighthouse and... is Latin for Barber Pole Painted Dildo Flashlight. Really? Yeah. 
I'm surprised you didn't know that. That's fascinating. They have a red stripe going around them most times, so you can see them. And they have a light that goes around, and they're shaped like dicks. Uh-huh. They guard, they guard... I don't think Billy has any more idea what a lighthouse is than what a vulva is. Or a labia, for that matter, because it's not a drum. Vulva sounds like a goddess. <laughs> and the, 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 the dick flashlight guards the vulva of the sea. What? Ha-ha! <laughs> Simba! Simba is a lion. That's a song, right? Sure. Yeah. Sure. You got it. You guys know that one, right? Right. I anyway. I can't believe I'm going to have to watch Mufasa die again and cry. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Yep. I'm going to have to do it in 4K, high yep. def, surround mm-hmm. sound. Yep. Anybody out there, I'm sure I could do the research. We're about to start here, but I know that they brought him back for Mufasa. Um, James Earl Jones. Uh-huh. Do you think Jeremy Irons came Irons came back as uh, Scarface? Or Scar? Scar. Scar. Scarface is not the same. It's not the same, but no. do you think Jeremy Irons, they brought him I back? I don't know. Google it. He would have to. Who wouldn't want to? Do- okay, go ahead. <laughs> okay. The Flannan Isles Lighthouse Mystery. Yes. There you go. So, the Flannan Isles Lighthouse is off of the west coast of Scotland, and it's on one of the Flannan Isles. It was constructed between 1895 and 1899 near the highest point of the island, Eileen Moor, which means Big Isle. All of the material used to build the lighthouse had to be hauled up the 148-foot cliffs directly from supply boats below. I bet you they didn't have one of those this many days since the last accident fucking ticker. Mm, yeah, probably would have been pointless. They would have constantly been going back to zero. Yeah. If you got a haul shit up a 150-foot cliff, maybe you just shouldn't do it. Yeah. That doesn't seem like a good idea. They'd be like, up, oh, put the ticker back. Irishman fell. <laughs> Irishman. <laughs> no, that's a, a good name. So, uh, the first lighting was December 7th of 1899. And just a year later, the three lighthouse keepers stationed there would mysteriously vanish. Yeah. It's called a taco run. And <laughs> I get it. It's understandable. I mean, look at it now. Um, taco Bell just brought back their crunchy roll chicken taco. Um, I would abandon my family to go and... That's not a lie. He would. That's not a lie. I've considered it. (laughs) In December of 1900, the lighthouse was manned by three men, Thomas Marshall, James Ducat, and Donald MacArthur. A rotating fourth man, the relief keeper named Joseph Moore, was on his shore time. So that meant he kind of like stayed on the mainland um, and would fill in when needed. He's a floater. He's a floater. And Bad he, choice of words when you're talking about the fucking ocean. I think it's the perfect choice of words. <laughs> I think that worked out fine. <laughs> now, the steamer Arctur passed by the islands during poor weather on December 15th of 1900 and noted that the light wasn't operational. This was reported when the ship reached Oban, Scotland, but no immediate action was taken. Oh, it's... um. People in Scotland can correct me, but I think it's Oban. Okay. We have a Scotch called Oban. 
and that's where it's all right oban scotland but they were like oban i'm just saying read it right fuck you billy you want to read it no you want to do the episode no you know what I'll do? I'll put on my fucking headphones and go listen to some beautiful Volvo music and, and just dance the night away in happiness. <laughs> we all know how good you are at doing your own episode. Oh. Yeah. Shush it. I'll tell the kids I love them. I'm going to go get some chicken roll tacos. <laughs> Fuck y'all. I'm done. <laughs> all right. So the lighthouse relief vessel Hesperus was due to set out on a routine visit on December 20th, but due to adverse weather, the crew did not arrive until noon on December 26th, Boxing Day. You know, there's uh, a lot of people that think that December 26th, Boxing Day, is the day that people take stuff back to stores, and it's not. It's Boxing Day is um, the day after Christmas, all the churches take their donations and box them up and invest them. Or they, no, they don't invest them. I'm sorry. No, they box up all their, their their donations and stuff and they hand them out to the poor. And that's Boxing Day. Mm. They box up their, what's it called? It's not communion, it's the other. It's the give us your money plate that you do. Tithing? Okay. Tithing goes to the church, though. Well, not on Boxing Day. <laughs> It was the other people. Well, this this Patreon episode is not about Boxing Day. I'd be kind of pissed off if I went to church and gave them $5 and on Boxing Day they gave me $5. I'd be like, what the fuck point was that? And, but we kind of do it because we have patrons that are paying a certain amount and we pay a certain amount back to them. What I'm saying is... Kind of breaks even. Well, no. I, 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 when, I, when, I, when, I, when I When I was a Christian... I believe that if I put $5 in the fucking plate, that I just got to heaven. I got in because I did so that. So you thought you paid your way into heaven? Yeah, the church needed a fucking air conditioner and I helped. So, yeah. That doesn't mean you automatically no, I, get into heaven. No, I'm not saying it gets me into heaven. I'm just saying I'm right with Jesus because I'm helping them out with a fucking air conditioner. And I'm sweating like a nun in a cucumber patch. And that would help everybody. And that... Is charity. And last I heard, that shit gets you into heaven. So you did it on the premise that you would get into heaven. Uh, we shouldn't worry about why I did it, but the fact that I did it. If you did it with that idea in mind, then it's not really charity. You're paying towards a cause that you think will help you. And that's what I'm saying. I'd be so pissed if I got that $5 back on December 26. I'd be like, what the fuck was this? Because you didn't get your way into heaven. This is Indiana. I could have used that money for meth. As he opens another beer. The legal drug. Yay! (laughs) Okay. Mind-numbing alcohol. Anyway. So, when they arrived, the relief keeper and crew noticed the flag wasn't flying and no provision boxes had been left on the landing stage for restocking. Wait. Lighthouses have flags? Evidently, this one did, but it wasn't flying. Maybe, and they were like, hmm, that's odd. Or maybe you need one on the dock to show that you're at a dock. Or maybe it's to show, like, what land you are or who runs maybe. it. Or I'm trying to picture it in my head because you have, like, a cliff. On top of the cliff is a lighthouse so you can see it. Maybe 
like the the flag is on the dock saying, "Hey, stop here. Don't go any further because you're going to destroy the goddamn dock with your ship." You know Maybe. what I mean? It's the buffer, like bing, like 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 pinball. That's that's the bumper. Like the flag <laughs> is the bumper saying, "Hey, stop rowing or whatever it is you do on a boat." I don't know. I'm clear, I clearly don't. <laughs> The thing you're doing that's bringing you closer, don't do it no more. You did it enough. In fact, try reverse. If you can read this, you're too close. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's, exa- <laughs> that's what I think it might be. All right. You got it. Most disturbing, aside from the light not being on and the flag not flying, was the fact that none of the keepers were there to welcome them ashore, as was common. Is that their fucking job? Well, usually someone would come up, someone would come out to greet them. Here's your... Oh my god. It's not a circus. Wouldn't it be weird if it was custom to just come out and put a lay around their neck like they do in Hawaii? And everybody in Ireland was like, what the fuck are you doing? They're like, I don't know! I just know I have to do this! And they were like, vulva to you. Yeah. Good vulva, sir. All right, so evidently this was common. Someone would come out and greet them and be like, hey, welcome to our ship, man. And they'd be like, hey, thanks for having us. <laughs> yeah, they, they'd welcome it by coming onto the dock and be like, so you saw the flag. <laughs> I totally did. I saw it. Did you see the light? I did that. Uh, I turned it on. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet, right? You see it spinning? <laughs> I didn't paint it. See that stripe? I didn't do that. But I'm here. <laughs> Well, the captain of the ship, Jim Harvey, or I've also seen it as Garvey in some of the research, blasted the whistle and sent up a distress flare, but there still wasn't any response. So, Joseph Moore, the relief keeper, was sent on shore alone. They're like, you fucking do it. I don't want to do it. You do it. Horror movie shit. (laughs) Am I wrong? This is how horror movies start. True, very true. We'll cover more ground if you go that way alone. (laughs) The entrance gate to the compound and the main door were both closed. Inside, the beds were unmade and the clock hands had stopped. The keepers weren't there anywhere. So he returned to the landing stage to report the disturbing findings to the rest of the crew that were like, you fucking do it. So (laughs) You came back quick. Yeah. So then, along with the ship's second mate and a seaman... Die <laughs> with you. Oh, my God. <laughs> seaman. <laughs> they went back up to the lighthouse. They continued their search and noticed the lamps were clean and had been refilled. They found a set of oil skins inside belonging to MacArthur, which suggested that at least one of the keepers had left the lighthouse without putting them on. This was surprising given the severity of the weather on the date of the last entry in the lighthouse log. And for those that don't know what an oil skin is, yeah. I didn't know either and had to look it up. They're, I guess, the waterproof garments typically worn by sailors or fishermen. So think of the Gordon's fishermen or the crab fishers on the TV shows. It's basically like superior heavy-duty raincoats. Baller raincoats, tell you what. Yeah. An overturned chair by the kitchen table was the only sign of anything amiss in the entire lighthouse. They could find no sign of the keepers or even bodies anywhere on the island. The Hesperus returned to the shore station at Breastcleat, leaving Joseph and three volunteer seamen <laughs> to attend to the light. Because someone had to. Or like, you can't just let it not shine. It's got to tell people where we're at so they don't run into us. That's the fucking point. 
They're like, you do it. Huh. Yeah. I like that. Go with that. <laughs> In a telegram to the Northern Lighthouse Board, dated December 26, 1900, Captain Harvey stated, quote, A dreadful accident has happened at the Flannans. The three keepers, Ducat, Marshall, and the Occasional... They called him the Occasional. Motherfucker wasn't even given a name in the... Have disappeared from the island. The clocks were stopped and other signs indicated that the accident must have happened about a week ago. Poor fellows, they must have blown over the cliffs or drowned trying to secure a crane or something like that. End quote. I bet when he... (laughs) That leaves a lot open to question or something like that. I just had a realization. (laughs) He was like, Ducat, Marshall, and... What is his name? What is his name? What's that one guy's name? Um, Shit. Ducat. Remember that guy? No, the other guy. No, not him. The other other guy. No, 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 no. That's that's Glory Hole Gary. We'll talk about him later, but... The guy that kind of occasionally filled in? Fuck it. Let's just call him the occasional. Oh, oh, dude. He came in two days ago and he popped his head and he was like, y'all good? Him. Him. Uh, he comes in occasionally. Occasional. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, I guess, or something like that. Um, just say three guys are fucking gone and you don't have any fucking clue to where or why. But something like that. They're just, they're not here. They're here. They're not. And it's a thing. There you go. P.S. Love Taco Tuesday. Okay, bye. (laughs) The men left on the island hunted everywhere for further clues of what happened to the three keepers. Everything on the east island was intact, but the west landing showed evidence of considerable damage caused by recent storms. This is where I disagree. I hear this a lot. They looked everywhere. Oh, they combed the entire area. Did you find them? No. We didn't look everywhere, did you? That doesn't mean that they're still on the island just because they looked everywhere. No, it's the same like with our kids. You know, they're like, oh, you know, I'm so hungry. Oh, we'll have this. No. Well, then you ain't hungry. (laughs) Damn it. If they're gone, they're gone, Billy. All I'm saying is you didn't look everywhere because the bodies are somewhere. They looked everywhere on the island. That doesn't mean they're on the island. Well, then maybe they should have tried harder and fucking believed in themselves. Oh, okay. You're right. Sorry. Maybe I should read a book. These guys need to get their heads out of their asses. That's what they need to do. <laughs> so, a box at 108 feet up the cliff, and this was on the west side, it had broken open and its contents were strewn about. Iron railings were bent over, and the iron railway by the path was pulled out of its concrete at 108 feet up in the air on the side of a cliff. Railings are fucking bent. Iron railings. Which is weird because only a turned over chair was the only thing I missed. Yeah. A, a <laughs> shit pulled out of the concrete at 108 feet up. Just saying. Above the, that. A the ro- chair knocked over. That was a miss. But there was an act of God outside. <laughs> <laughs> Above that, a rock weighing over a ton had been displaced. On the top of the cliff, over 200 feet above the sea. Turf had been ripped away as far as over 30 feet from the edge of the cliff. Wait, you mean grass or gang territory? Gang territory, of course. Okay. <laughs> Warriors. <laughs> come out to play. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so, all this shit had happened. 
iron railings bent, stuff pulled out of concrete, turf pulled away, hundreds of feet in the air. And the missing lighthouse keeper's last log was on December 15th, but the entry showed that the damage had occurred before they disappeared. I bet it was like, ah, shit got real. Oh, wait, no. In these trying times, ye shit became real. That's <laughs> what they said, right? <laughs> ye shit became real. Man, they wrote so much better back then. They were so, so much more eloquent with their words. Like, mm. read, a, read a fucking soldier's note back home to his mother in the Civil War. It's like poetry. Yeah, it's eloquent. Like, blown over the cliffs or drowned trying to secure a crane or something like that. <laughs> Look at the beginning of it. A dreadful accident has happened upon the Flannans. That's... Now, nowadays, it would have started off with... Some shit went down. It would have started out with, bruh, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> you know, like, they, they... So there I was, no shit. There I was, no shit. <laughs> On my belly, eating dirt and shit and freedom, Jack. <laughs> A Northern Lighthouse Board superintendent named Robert Muirhead... Got fired when you couldn't find the bodies. No. He arrived on December 29th to conduct the official investigation into the incident. Oh, so now we're going to look for him. Now it's official. Okay. That's when shit is serious now. It is official. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Boots on the ground. Hold this on. is the shit. Hold on, guys. We're coming to get you now. <laughs> After examining the clothing left in the lighthouse, which was MacArthur's, and the damage on the West Landing, he stated, quote, from evidence I was able to procure, I was satisfied that the men had been on duty up till dinner time on Saturday, the 15th of December, that they had gone down to secure a box in which the mooring ropes, landing ropes, etc. were kept, and which was secured in a crevice in the rock 110 feet above sea level, and that an extra large sea had rushed up the face of the rock, had gone above them, and coming down with immense force, had swept them completely away. End quote. A large sea as opposed to what sea? It's, a little sea. Where, where's where's a little sea? Like, it's all water connected It's to not the... capitalized. It's a little sea. Oh my god, you nerd. But I'm bummed. I love you. <laughs> oh, guys, in case you didn't know, the clothing left in the lighthouse that was MacArthur's, that's the occasional. He had a goddamn name. <laughs> he was a human being. And MacArthur, I'm not going to forget you. It was his oil skin. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, he concluded that whoever last left the light unattended was in breach of NLB rules, you know, because that's the important thing when three men could be fucking dead. He left that fucking light. He did um, not man that light Erica, and keep it going. Let me go ahead and correct you. It's not three men that are probably dead. It's three insubordinate pieces of exactly. shit. Exactly. Those and fuckers. We don't have to find them to return them to their loving families that are worried sick. They have some goddamn explaining to do. Exactly. On the dock next to the flag. That isn't raised? Vulva. <laughs> find these fuckers that abandoned that light and that flag. Do it now. Bring them to justice. What about the occasional? Deep justice. Deep justice. <laughs> We'll have to tell you guys about that. <laughs> what about the occasional? Who? Like they didn't care. They didn't Her? care about him. Her? Her? <laughs> now, nah, if you want to, you already brought up deep justice. Just do it. Yeah. So, um, this is off topic, but it's the greatest thing you ever hear. 
So what were we were we just talking about Batman in particular? No, no, or... no, no. We got um we got our son, um, Nugget, Batman costume for Halloween. That's right. And he put on the mask in the car and I looked at him and I was like, say justice. And he said, Justice. And I was like, No, you have to say it deeper, you have to say it deep justice. And he said, Deep justice. <laughs> You like, can't correct that. You just have to go with it. <laughs> we bust yep. out laughing. I was like, yeah, you got it. Deep justice. Say that. All right. Say that every time you go to the <laughs> trick or treat house you go to. Say that. That's amazing. It was great. It's That was, what, two years ago? Yeah. We, we still keep that alive. Anytime someone says justice, it's deep, deep justice. justice. <laughs> okay. So, so yeah, these these guys could be dead. And they fucked up because they didn't man the light and the flag. And somebody didn't sign some goddamn paperwork. But yet, no one can still find them. And last time I checked, Erica, that goddamn fucking chair was knocked over. It was. And evidently, there's a 200 fucking foot wave that just washed them away and bent iron railings and pulled shit out of concrete. Three! Three McIrishmen have to come back and stand before somebody... <laughs> It'd be like, my bad, bruh, dot, dot, dot. My bad, sorry. And they're going to be like, what do you think of vulvas? And they're like, what? Yeah, that's it. Yep, yep, that's how it would go. You did it. So, um, the common suggested theory about what happened is that Ducat and Marshall went out to secure items, and MacArthur ran outside in his shirt sleeves, just... In his normal everyday wear, okay, without his head, oil skin. In my head, I know this didn't happen, but it's funny to me that he ran out with only his shirt sleeves. Like he didn't have a shirt on, but <laughs> just he had sleeves. sleeves. Just the sleeves. Like Footloose, the leg warmers. He was like, no, it isn't the time for this. And he just ripped them off and put yeah. them on his arms. What about your shirt? It's too crazy out there, dude. <laughs> Can't risk it. <laughs> you gonna go look for MacArthur? Who? Fuck it. The occasional. Oh, him. Oh, him. Yeah, he's fine. <laughs> so uh, they... He, he, he left his clothes here. You could wear them. I'm good with what I'm wearing right now. <laughs> it's rad, dude. It's a sleeveless shirt. Wait, okay. <laughs> Turn your head and on three. One, two, three. Strike a pose. Look. <laughs> and give it to him. Ooh. Flutter eyes and jazz hands. <laughs> you dig it so yeah so people believe that possibly he just he ran outside he left his oil skins and shit to help them because he saw that they'd gotten into some kind of trouble or he spotted a large wave approaching and ran out to try and warn them in both of these theories the men were washed away other theories include alien abduction why and not? sea monsters because sure. why not you know what I think what, what what I picture when I think of this is the last episode of the first run of Will and Grace. Mm-hmm. At the end, Jack and the little fella, I want to say Leslie or whatever, the old guy. Beverly Leslie. Beverly Leslie. And he opens the door and a wind just takes him. Uh-huh. And he just flies up. <laughs> That's what I think of when I read this. I'm thinking of him just opening the door I'm like, ah! <laughs> Yep, Beverly Leslie, the little gay guy. He was funny as shit. Mm-hmm. That show is great. 
So, oh my God, um, is he still alive? I think so. Okay, cool. But one question remains. The last log written on a slate, which would have later been transferred to the actual log book had the men remained on the island, they would just write shit on a slate and then transfer it over like at the end of the day or whatever. Mm-hmm. It read, quote, December 15th, 1 p.m. Storm ended, sea calm. God is over all, end quote. So how were they then washed away in a storm that had already passed? Well, they didn't expect you to be fucking snooping around, messing up the works. Yeah, me and my vulva. You had like the best vulva ever. <laughs> Stop, don't get gross. I'm not. No, that's just, that's too much. Too much, Billy. No, I could just picture me and your vulva running through a field of flowers. <laughs> Okay, wow. I'm probably blushing and you guys can't even see it. She's so beautiful. Nah. It's my vulva that's blushing, Billy. (laughs) (laughs) It can do that? (laughs) It's magical. It really is. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. What happened to these men? James Ducott left a widow and four children. Donald MacArthur, the occasional, left a widow and two children. And no one knows where in the fuck they went. How is that? Uh, Alien abduction? Was it the Kraken? You know. Speaking of which, Billy got me a gift set for the uh, Kraken rum that I drink. I did. Pretty cool. I got these two glasses with it that uh, when you pour cold drinks into them, it changes the color and you can see the Kraken. It turns all black and stuff. It's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Go out and buy you some. It's really good. It's yummy to my tummy. Yeah. It's really good. It's so good. And it's not even pumpkin spice. So you know, everybody makes jokes about that. Um okay. If nobody else is gonna say it, I'll say it. Say it, Billy. Pumpkin spice ain't bad. It's pretty It really isn't. I love fucking pumpkin pie. If somebody gave me a like this is a chilled, iced down, like frothy, you know, pumpkin spice mocha chino type of thing, I'd be like, oh my god, damn. You could have just brought me a Coke, but you did this? Somebody's, I know you're a grown man, but somebody's getting open mouth kissed today. Wow. And it's, you know, thumbs pointing to this guy or fingers pointing at you, guy. <laughs> Is that cinnamon on top of the whipping? Oh my God. I love Whipped you. Cream with cinnamon on top of it. I don't even like cinnamon, but you did it. And fucks, I appreciate that shit. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah there you have it there's a flannan isles mystery the lighthouse that those fuckers left unattended i don't know where the fuck did they go i don't know if we can actually play a sound clip but i'll i'll, I'll see if you guys could guess it okay robert fucking stack it's a show you know do 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 Surely you guys know what that is. Try to guess this song. I'll give you two guesses, but you probably need one. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even going to put audio in there. I'm going to leave it just as you portrayed it. You ain't editing shit out of this. Don't even fucking try. Nope. It's going to stay forever Mm. on the interwebs. In people's earballs. Yep. For all of our lovely snuggle bunnies. 
Yay. We love you. Yeah, so once again, guys, sorry that we didn't get another one in by the end of November. Sorry. There's a hole in our wall. Hole? Hole, fucking hole. Yeah, we even had to postpone our crossover with kate from ignorance was bliss which i feel bad about we kept dropping fucking internet and on top of the hole in our wall our fucking comcast internet service drops it just drops whenever it wants to yeah and so uh we had to postpone that so i had to pull some shit out of my ass for a regular episode this week and hopefully we'll make it sound as good as this i just hope kate forgives us it seems like we're blowing her off and we're really not really not i already had to postpone one night because well, you guys will hear about that in the regular episode. I'm going to save that story. But uh, we had to postpone one night for that and then another night because of the internet. and We're horrible people. I'm just going to have Comcast come out and swap it out. They're going to have to do something. I'm just going to call them and be like, hey, if it broke down this many times in a week. Yeah, I mean, to the point where even resetting the modem wasn't working. Billy had to fucking unplug the shit and let it sit and then plug it back in just to get a signal. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Can't live without the internet. I gotta have it, man. I yeah. don't mind it, except for the fact that we don't have cable anymore. We can't Yeah, we cable. stream everything. So we have Netflix, Hulu, Crackle, Sony Crackle. We have uh, Pluto TV. We have um, fuck, YouTube and Tubi and YouTube. We have all these things. And I've bought so many movies on YouTube. And it's like, I can't watch anything now. Yeah. It's our lifeline. It's our lifeline, guys. Have you guys seen the Bob Ross? They have it on Netflix and Hulu. Yeah. We used to live in his house. I think we mentioned that before. Trying to find that motherfucker's happy trees and I can't find shit. (laughs) All right, guys. So thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this Patreon episode. We really appreciate you for donating to the cause. It really means a lot. It helps keep things going. You know, paying for this shitty internet that we can't seem to keep going. Those are fucking assholes. And I'm not going to lie. When the internet goes down, our kids, would, like, they want to get involved with our lives. I was like, fucking Ew. just go back in your room. God, God damn, what? Why? Ew, go away. No. Damn. You came out of her vagina. Leave her alone. Just go play. But, you know. Vulva. Vulva. <laughs> you wrecked it. That's... And I had to put it back together. That's going to be my new curse word. Ah, fucking vulva. <laughs> It can be so many things. The fucking As soon as the internet it's drops. It's a plethora. As soon as the internet drops, like, there it is. There's the fucking. The fucking. Tell them what the fucking is, real quick. Oh, it's when your day is going great and you don't trust it because nothing bad has happened yet and then it happens. Yep. That's the fucking. That's, that's what happened at work the other day. Which you guys will hear about this week in our regular episode. Yay! So stay tuned. So thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate it. Your support is what helps keep this show going. Help pay for, you know, when we upgrade our equipment, you know, get new stuff, paying for our shitty internet access. This <laughs> was crazy. The internet goes down and they're like, your bill's due. And I'm like, your fucking internet's due. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, stay tuned for the next episode this week. It's going to be another one that we've pulled out of our ass for the last minute episode and hopefully it'll be as good as this i thought this went pretty good yeah we should, for not having looked at this topic for almost two years we should name the next th- this episode we're about to do we should name it like please forgive us kate i think that's probably like a good name <laughs> for the episode 
All right, guys. Stay safe. Thank you for listening. Snuggle bunnies. Kisses and misses. And we'll see you later this week. Bye-bye. Bye. Hi guys, welcome to another Patreon-exclusive episode of Martinis in the Macabre. I'm Erica, joined by my husband and co-host Billy. Hi, I'm fat and sassy. I have a migraine. It's at a dull roar right now, after some ibuprofen, some migraine medicine, and two rum and cokes. Safe enough now, I think, to record. Yep. <laughs> Been fighting it for the last day and a half. I think we're in a window, that's what it is. Like, it's, yeah, it's a window. Now record... It's going to get bad. Yeah. So to avoid being late like we were last time because of my stupid head, we're going to go ahead and record. Try and get through it. If it starts hurting in the middle of it and you hear me ralphing, you know that it's back with a vengeance. <laughs> I suppose, yeah, you start puking, I'll know it's not the booze because you have a high tolerance, you know, so I'm like, oh, no, oh, it's the migraine. Yeah. So for this episode, we've got another fabulous list of stupid crimes for you guys. And I found that within the last month, a lot of them have been from, where do you think? I'm going to say Florida, probably. Florida. Yep. And actually, we're not going to start there for this first one, because these I've just gotten random order. <clears throat> this first one is in Michigan City. And uh, the headline is, police, man said he was too drunk to run from crash. <laughs> I, I admire his honesty. This is from January 7th. Porter police arrested a Michigan City man over the weekend on three misdemeanors related to drunken driving after he allegedly rolled his car and told police he tried running away from the crash, but couldn't because he was too drunk and injured, a report said. <laughs> I like it. He's honest. You've just admitted to all of your crimes. There you go. Porter police were called around 10.04 p.m. Friday to the area of South Mineral Springs Road in Wood Street for a report of a rollover crash, according to a report. Police said they found a car in the woods west of the intersection and Kyler Payne, 22, lying on the ground near the train tracks just north of the woods where the car was located. He was found saying, bro... <laughs> Dude, everything's spinning. Whoa. And I don't think it was just the car. <laughs> Tell me somebody got that on video. Payne was bleeding from his head and face, but was coherent and speaking, police said. Crying, saying that his mother's going to kill him. <laughs> Payne allegedly told police he had approximately 14 drinks throughout the day, and that after crashing his car, he was able to kick out the windshield and exit it. He reportedly told police the crash occurred because he was driving around 100 miles per hour. He's lucky. And did not realize the intersection was so close. Don't think that was really a factor. I think it was the fact that you were drunk and going 100 miles an hour. Yeah. Then again, he was drunk. It may have been even faster. We don't know. Yeah. Payne allegedly had a blood alcohol content of 0.197%. Police said the legal limit is 0.8%. 
Police transported Payne to Porter Regional Hospital for medical treatment before taking him to Porter County Jail on preliminary misdemeanor counts of operating while intoxicated, endangering, operating while intoxicated with a blood alcohol content greater than 0.15%, and operating while intoxicated. And you can see he must have gotten some lovely stitches on his forehead he seems in pleased. his mugshot. He seems a little drunk still. <laughs> like, hmm, all right, let's go with this. <laughs> I, bet you, I bet you like in his mind, he's like, if I just tell him straight up, the judge might go a little easy. What happened <laughs> Maybe. here? What happened here? I'm fucking hammered. <laughs> tell him, write that down. Tell him I said it. All right. This next one is in Florida. The highlight of our stupid stories from Florida. Boynton Beach woman breaks into police station, eats officer's lunch. <laughs> There's the crime scene. Damn. <laughs> microwave. The microwave is and the crime food scene. strewn everywhere. <laughs> this is uh, Boynton Beach, Florida. Many of us have had to deal with a co-worker eating our food at work, but what about a burglar doing it? Boynton Beach police arrested 29-year-old Yevalande Jean-Pierre Wednesday for just that. And uh, in their tweet, they put, First mistake, breaking into our substation. Second, eating Agent Bourbon's chicken and asparagus. Third, leaving her ID behind. Today we charge Yvelandi Jean-Pierre with burglary to an unoccupied structure, theft, and criminal mischief. So, according to police, Jean-Pierre broke into a substation and stole two pre-made meals belonging to an officer from the refrigerator. She actually warmed one up and ate it. You know, I bet to her, she was like, don't you guys say protect and serve? Serve me lunch. <laughs> Upon finding the scene the next day, detectives discover Jean-Pierre left her ID behind. Because why not? Let's just... Why why was her ID out to begin with? You're breaking into a police station and stealing someone's lunch. You feel the need to go, hey, I'm going to get in my purse or in my pocket or in my wallet and pull out my ID and leave it on the counter. Well, she doesn't know where the spoons and forks are in there. She may use it as a utensil. Maybe. To scoop up all that chicken and asparagus. Speaking of utensils, I will now be referring to chicken tenders as ranch shovels. Good idea. All right. I mean, it it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, It's funny because, like, the cop had to come in and he was like, again? Again? Who the fuck ate my lunch? Steve, I fucking know it's you. Get real (laughs) tired of your fucking shit. And I, and he, like, looked down at the lady and he's like, uh Steve, I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> or I... did someone else do it to set her up? That'd be pretty brazen. I got this chick's ID. I'm going to go in to a police station and eat some lunch. Well, I mean, I guess all you'd have to do is smell her fingers and breath. <laughs> smell like chicken and asparagus? Smell like chicken and asparagus. <laughs> police also said Jean-Pierre was caught on surveillance, so I guess she wasn't there went set that. up. There went that, yep. So, at some point, she felt it necessary to take out her ID and set it down on the counter. In a way, I feel kind of bad for her. you got to be pretty goddamn hungry. Yeah. Jean-Pierre has since been charged with burglary, theft, and criminal mischief. I mean, she doesn't look like she's starving. No. This next one is fucking hilarious. It's from all the way over in Australia for all of our Aussie listeners. 
Hi, guys. Police storm house in Australia after man is overheard screaming, Why don't you die? At Spider. At Spider. (laughs) (laughs) A man overheard shouting death threats at a spider sparked a massive police response in Australia. I get it. I would be screaming death threats, too, and then running away. Have you seen the size of those things? In I show? have. Like the huntsman and stuff like that? Yeah. If I saw one in this house, nope. it's his nope. house now. Yep. We'll just pack Burn up Burn the fucking house down. We'll just leave. Neighbors, Neighbors of the man in Perth, Western Australia, became concerned when they heard him shouting, Why don't you die? repeatedly. The caller also reported hearing a child screaming. Multiple police units responded with their lights and sirens flashing. However, when they arrived at the property, it was revealed that the man had been trying to kill a spider as he had a serious fear of the insects. That's a brave dad. You're scared shitless of him, but you're going to kill it anyway because your kid's there. Yeah. Good for him. His wife, who was in the property at the time, confirmed that their child had also been screaming. The man later apologized to police for the confusion. Wanneroo police wrote on Twitter, quote, Caller walked past the AA and heard a male screaming out, Why don't you die repeatedly? The toddler inside was screaming. Caller doesn't know them, but has seen them a few times when walking. Police spoke with all parties who advised that husband had only been trying to kill a spider, and then in parentheses, has serious fear of spiders. Apologized for inconvenience to police. No injury cited, and then parentheses, except a spider. Did they get him? No further police involvement required. But the tweet was later deleted. Oh, why delete that? I don't know. I didn't think it was a bad tweet. No. And bless his heart. You can't take him in for anything like that. You know, it's just such a big misunderstanding. But if I if I was the cop, if I he'd be like it's the spider, I'm trying to kill the spider. But oh, good luck. <laughs> just close the door and leave. I'd be like, fuck you. I'm out. <laughs> All right. Next one. Let's head back to Florida for a moment. Florida woman danced naked outside Waffle House, licked employee's face, deputies say. This is not surprising. This is why I'm not busting out laughing. I'm like, yeah, this, yeah, is, this would happen. This is, this is how you do. Of course, of course <laughs> that happened. This is from January 24th in Pensacola, Florida. Yep. A Florida woman is behind bars after deputy said she threatened an employee and danced naked outside a Pensacola Waffle House. According to the Escambio County Sheriff's Office, an employee told Freedom Rider Zobris, 38, of Pensacola, to leave the restaurant Monday because she had been causing trouble, where TV reported. Zobris fled, but later returned, saying she wanted to get a gun, then shoot the employee and everyone inside, the police report said. The employee told deputies that Zobris then took off her pants, danced naked in the restaurant parking lot, and tried to grab his genitals, where reported. I just keep thinking of John Mellencamp. I want you to dance naked. I don't know that song. <laughs> you don't know that song? No. Spin around and round and round. I still don't know that song. <sighs> Some of you know what that is. Someone, please tell me. That was actually my first concert I ever went to. It was John Mellencamp. Aw, yeah. poor, poor thing. Oh. It was a good concert. I was like 12 or 13. Anyway, the employee said Zobrist also licked his face and poked his chest, according to the police report. Zobrist was arrested on charges of indecent exposure, simple assault, battery, and disturbing the peace, where reported. She's being held on $5,000 bond. 
and she looks quite pleased about her arrest. She looks a little methy. You said it was simple? What? Charged with simple? Simple assault. I didn't know there was a simple assault. Probably because she poked his chest. <laughs> or lick. Maybe. Yeah. she she Her face looks a little methy. She, she's kind of got the, the, the complexion of a meth head. She has the, she has the, you damn right, look on her face. Hold my beer. <laughs> made me think of something I heard the other day. I asked a customer how he was doing. He said, I was working all day. I've been busier than a dentist in a meth house. And I was like, fuck, that is great. <laughs> busier than a dentist in a meth house. That's pretty good. <laughs> And uh, I came across this one some time ago and emailed it to myself to make sure I didn't lose it. This is from Wichita Falls. It says, woman riding cart drinking wine from Pringles can barred from Walmart. She's very popular now. This is old news, really. <laughs> I mean, there's been whole memes and stuff made. Oh, has there? It. Yeah. <laughs> Wichita Falls police received a rather unique call Friday morning involving a woman drinking wine in a Walmart parking lot. Employees requested officers to ban a woman from the local Walmart store after she reportedly had been drinking wine from a Pringles can for several hours while riding on an electric cart. First of all, why are you drinking wine from a Pringles can? That was one of the memes I saw that was funny. It was because it said, uh, first time mom is at Walmart by herself. Doesn't know what to do. <laughs> Fuck it. Let's put wine in a Pringles can <laughs> and ride around on a cart. <laughs> and there's like there, I, I saw this article. There's like a little movement, a little mini movement for it. And there's a lot of mothers uh, across the country who go who are going to Walmart's parking lots and drinking wine out of a Pringles can. <laughs> everybody's backing her up. They're like everybody's like I don't see the problem. <laughs> I mean, just put it in a flask. Why a Pringles can? Anyway, once you pop, you can't stop. <laughs> the, the incident began shortly after 9 a.m. That's pretty early to be drinking some wine. Shortly after 9 a.m. Friday, when officers responded to a call to check on a suspicious person in the parking lot of Walmart 2700 Central East Freeway. Officer Jeff Hughes, a WFPD spokesperson, said police were told by dispatchers that they were looking for a woman wearing a blue jacket and black pants. The woman was reportedly riding in a, on an electric shopping cart more commonly used for people with physical limitations. Officers were also told she was drinking wine from a Pringles can. Hughes said the reporting party said the suspect had been riding around in the store's parking lot since 6.30 a.m. while drinking the alcoholic beverage. So the question is, had she been drinking the night before and she was just carrying it on into the next morning? I mean, I would be more inclined to think that than she just got up at six in the morning and was like, I'm going to fucking Walmart to drink some wine out of a Pringles can. I don't know. You and I come from a different place in the head because I, this whole time I'm like, what kind of batteries that thing got? That's great. <laughs> it's got wow. some good power. It's got some juice. <laughs> well, when officers arrived, they found the woman in a nearby restaurant, at which point she was notified that she had been barred from the Walmart location. Bummer. Doesn't say anything about an arrest, so have you heard anything? Or uh, just the memes? Just the memes. Never seen anything about her being apprehended. This is a little bit of a shorter Patreon, but this is the last story we got for you guys today. From Petersburg, Kentucky. 
A driver was dealt a dose of instant karma when the person tried to topple a snowman with their vehicle on Monday. Corey Lutz of Kentucky <laughs> told WJW that his fiance Lucy was visiting from Mississippi this past weekend with her sister Laura. Lutz said that Lucy was, quote, elated to experience the biggest snowfall she's ever seen, end quote. The three had a weekend filled with sledding, snowball fights, and even some canoeing. Lutz said that they wanted to make the most of the winter wonderland, and of course that included building a snowman. Sure. They used a stump in Lutz's front yard as the base for their towering nine-foot-tall snowman called Frosty. Frosty was, quote, decked out in a top hat and smiling at the neighbors, Lutz told WDAW. There's the snowman. I've seen it online, yep. According to Lutz, they thought the community loved their snowman. People would even wave and honk their horns as they drove by. Quote, however, evidently not everyone was a fan, Lutz said. He came home Monday to find a set of tire tracks in his yard that abruptly ended at the base of the snowman. The stump was exposed and featured a snowy imprint of the bumper, which came to a sudden stop when it slammed into the massive stump just beneath the snow. <laughs> so they tried to run the snowman over and crash their fucking car. Yeah. As it should be. As it, uh, Instant karma. Should have happened just the way it did. <laughs> that was great. Quote, apparently Frosty had been handing out life lessons to surprised 4x4 four four vandals. You reap what you sow. Still standing and still smiling. He certainly had the last laugh, Lutz said. And you can see after it's been hit, he is still there. Uh, Top hat and all. So that's what you get, fuckers. That's great. Try and be an asshole. Run over somebody's snowman for no reason. Just trying to bring cheer to the kids. All right, guys. Sorry this episode's a little shorter than normal. I didn't find a whole lot of stories this month to go over. Which, in my opinion, is good. Because that means there's not as much crazy shit going on in this world. I mean, there was, but some of them weren't, like, the stories weren't that involved <clears throat> and it left you wondering. You know, like, like, I did find one of a guy who stole a car and got out and fled on foot and was chased through a field by horses, which you could see on the infrared camera. Yeah. But since this is not a visual medium, kind of left that one out. But it's pretty funny to see this little white person on the camera being chased by these three white horse images until he jumps a fence. <laughs> I wonder if he was running. He's like, I dreamed of this. I dreamed of this. It's happening. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty funny to watch. But you guys probably wouldn't get the same response that I did since you're not seeing it yourselves. But we want to thank you guys for listening. We did today get the stationery to send out everybody's packages and stickers this month. So those will be coming out hopefully within this next week. I know some of you guys are overseas, may take a little longer to get them to you, but you will be getting them. I now have international stickers. Yay! And uh, just be aware that a lot of them will probably still have Santa Claus stickers on them because I've got a lot left over from Christmas. <laughs> I'm not going to say the name, but I'm not very happy with that company. Yeah. I, I don't think we should go through them ever again. I was happy with the stickers, but the stationery, they kind of fell flat. But It was just the fact that it they, looks good. they would email us every fucking day about them. It's like, where are your guys' jobs? Yeah, I, I so approved this weeks ago. I, I Why don't... are you asking me to approve it again? <sighs> but it's here, and we will be getting your guys' shit out to you. I promise it will be done. 
So help me God. We will not rest until it is done. (laughs) All right. I think that's it for this Patreon episode. Hope you guys have a a splendid evening. Hopefully I will get this edited and put out tonight because it is Sunday, which Billy was unaware that mail ran on Sundays until today. I did not know. He did not know. That's fucking weird. weird. (laughs) So yes, the mailman brought us our goodies and Billy was like, what? -uh." (laughs) Nuh-uh. All right, guys, take care, stay safe, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.